Welcome everyone to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey. Here we discuss all things energetic, spiritual, intuitive, and yes, psychic. You'll learn about things like Reiki, animal communication, mediumship, or maybe just how to manage your energy on a daily basis. We'd like this to be a place where you can come to open your mind and allow yourself to create a better version of you. It's all about everyday living with a twist. Welcome to this episode of the Psychic Wives. I'm Ginger Hendry. I'm Kathy Rumsey. And I am Jerry Carabin. And we are really excited today to have a guest who's been with us before, Jen, uh, Genevieve Hackett. She's been here at least a couple times, um, maybe more than that, I don't know. And one of the things, well, we're going to be talking about um, Celtic beliefs, all things Celtic. Um, and I'm really fascinated by this. We've had some brief conversations sort of off air. Um, and Jen has a lot of knowledge um, about this, the Irish, right? Irish Celtic. Yeah. Um, and so we're just going to jump in and um, have all our questions answered. <laughs> Jen, so you, so Jen, you are first um, generation American, right? I mean, all of your family um comes from ireland on my mother's um, side yes my mother. on your mother's side yeah, yeah I, and i guess i'm kind of fascinated by it because i'm the same but i'm third generation so all of my relatives um great grandparents and back are um from ireland so i just i find the whole thing um fascinating so how do we start do you think um you know i want to say like fairies <laughs> yeah, we can start with fairies. <laughs> fairies are actually still a um a pretty big part of Irish culture. Um it's funny because there's different there's a couple of different kinds of fairies. There's and they're often often confused with the Fae, and they're not really the same. Fairies as Americans know them are little tiny beings with wings that, you know, like Tinkerbell, right? Yeah. And so those are more like plant spirits, wood, you know, wood, wood sprites and, and that sort of thing. They are elemental, but they're smaller. They're not um, fairy fairies. And then the fairies, as they're known in Celtic lore and stuff, they're called the fae. And they're about the same size as us, um, magical beings, like, like what we would call elven people. Mm -hmm. Those mm -hmm. are fae people. And so, fae, is that F-E-Y? F-A-E. F-A-E. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So there's, so it's interesting how, how different everything is. And in Ireland, um, they have what's called fairy forts and it is against their, the Republic of Ireland. So I'm not talking about Northern Ireland, which is part of the UK. The Republic of Ireland is separate in its own country. And they have fairy forts throughout the country and it's against federal law to build on them. And anybody who does always ends up with something horrific happening to them. So you have to be invited into a fairy fort by the fae folk. You you can't, you shouldn't just walk into them. I made that mistake once and I ended up stuck in the mud. And the more I tried to get out, the more I couldn't get out. And, and then I needed help being pulled out and lost my wellies. And it was just such a bad thing. So you, you, you don't want to go in there unless you're invited. And each... Fairy fort looks like a hill, 
right? And and you can see the next one from the one that you're on throughout the whole country. And it's very cool. It's a very cool thing. How are um, you invited? Well, you sit and, and you connect through your mind's eye um, as you would with your intuition. And you ask, you know, do I have permission to enter? You'll immediately hear the answer, yes or no. Or you'll you'll get some sort of symbol or sign or like if a tree branch falls, I wouldn't go in if I was <laughs> in. Um, yeah. You know, something like that. So it just depends on on what's going on. And you have to be very careful. You know, if you were to encounter a fae or a fairy, um, how you talk with them and what you, because words are very, very important and they're, they're tricky, you know. So they may, you may ask for something or ask for help with something and, and they may help you, but it comes at a price. You can't just... Um, leave something open-ended or make sure you have to make sure that you and whoever you're talking with are very, very clear about what it is you're talking about. Right. May I so, marry for it without any consequence? May I exit it without consequence? Like that sort of thing. So is it, um, oh, sorry, Ginger. How long have they been in existence? Like, for um, so nobody really knows, um, as far as I'm aware, I could be wrong on that, but as far as I'm aware, no one really knows. They've just always been around. They've just always been there since time. And what about, um, this is passed down from generation to generation. So how is it passed down? Is it stories? Is it beliefs? Is it like religious beliefs, you know, in the, in the way that it's passed or. So I would say all of the above. I would definitely say all of the above. I mean, the fact that it's part of the federal law over there right you know that alone would pass it down but yeah definitely through belief systems and um you know there was this story about this man who i think it was in the 90s maybe the 80s or 90s whatever who just didn't who disregarded all of that right and he was ireland ireland's one of ireland's wealthiest people and he built on the fairy forts and he ended up losing his fortune and his life and his like everything his family suffered um, you know, and the Irish people will just say, see, that's why you don't do that. Right. And that's, right. that's about it. They don't, it's, it's not really negotiable, you know, um, so it's a fascinating thing. So when I was there, I, I took all kinds of pictures of, um, then, so my uncle's land has a fairy fort on it. So I took all kinds of pictures of the of the land around it. And then the pictures are amazing because then afterwards you can look and you go, oh, my God, there's a face in there. Or, oh, cool. you know, oh, look at that. I did that. I didn't see that like cloudy essence thing, whatever. It was. You know what I mean? So like you yeah. capture all this stuff after that. So, that's OK to take pictures of it. They don't have a problem with that. If you ask, it's OK. I asked. It was OK. It was not OK for me to go into the fairy fort. And so I did pay for that. But. Right. Um, I was, I was, I guess I was kind of lucky. That was the only thing that happened was that I got caught in the mud and that I didn't break anything while I was stuck, you know? <laughs> and how big are they? Um, they're not, the one I was in is not really huge. And I say in, it, it was really like I climbed on top of a hill that had like trees on it and everything. Like you're not going to know what it is unless one of the local people tells you that's a fairy oh. for it. Um, cause it just looks like a part of the land. So, so it's not like an actual opening or a cave or anything. Right. Like okay. Right. I mean, I'm sure there's an opening in there somewhere or a portal. Mm -hmm. Um, but we're not allowed to know. 
humans aren't allowed to know. Let me what say if you didn't know? Like you didn't know and your uncle, you know, whatever, you were just a, a person who passed through and you happened to do that. Is there any um, feeling or allowance for somebody who actually mistakes it as opposed to somebody intentionally? I think it's one of those things where if you if you didn't know and you were approaching it, somehow you would be routed around it. Okay. You know, it's just, it's like an innate feeling. Um, you know, yeah, I get guess, that. Like you're walking towards and all of a sudden, oh, yeah. Yeah, or you just feel like, you know what, I think I'm going to try to go that way instead. Mm. Or like you said, a branch falls in front of you or something like that. Right. Like you just, you end up feeling like you end up being redirected without even realizing that that's what you're doing. Like, uh, so on my uncle's land, for example, there's no path through all the trees and everything up there. Everything goes around it, you know? So it's, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think we're supposed to be doing this. And he's like, oh, sure. It's fine. I'm like, I don't really think it is. <laughs> so does he have to make peace Like when he moved? I don't know how long he's lived on that particular land, but he lives in concert with that so he his cows are on that land he lives somewhere else okay yeah and so he just always goes around it he doesn't and i had asked about i said i would really like to see one um and then and then i was like torn because i knew they didn't want me to go through there but i also knew i didn't want to defy my uncle um so, so you <laughs> that was my dilemma <laughs> you mentioned the cows yeah so are are is it okay that an an animal being yeah goes in yeah. or is it that they innately know that they don't go in um well i'm i don't know if the cows go in there or not cows are very very smart i will tell yeah. you that um the i don't know that it's a problem with animals because animals never have the intention um that humans do right. mm -hmm. You know, when humans do something, it's, it's, I hate to be like this, but it's, it's usually for their own personal gain or, um, for, for some reason that isn't like just, just pure, just food or just, um, you know, right. just passing through or whatever it is. It's all, it's all like me. I was curious. I wasn't there because, um, you know, I was just passing through or what have you. I was really genuinely curious what is this about what does it look like that kind of thing and you know when someone comes to my house because they want to see what I'm about or what I look like it's creepy yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like go away <laughs> so the fae and the fairies we say are two different the, the fae can be the same mm -hmm. um would you see the fae and not know it was fae do you know what I mean like what, what does it appear as a real person yeah okay yeah they're just a different um race of beings you know if you think about gods and goddesses and angels and aliens and you know any other type of magical creature what we would call a magical creature they're just a different race of being so they're not um they don't look that different from us or they wouldn't appear that different from us however they naturally appear they might not want to show us that because humans are, are um not as open-minded as we'd like to think we are so you could have a relationship you know a friendship a neighbor or whatever who could be fey you may not know right okay right. okay in ireland one of the beliefs that i was told about um 
was that the people who have the gift of what they call the sight, which is yeah. the psychic medium stuff, um, are supposedly def des descendants of fae people. So whether that's true or not, I don't know. I don't have any magical powers that I'm aware of, but <laughs> not for lack of trying. <laughs> so you mean like somebody that's just like a psychic, like we are, could be descended from Faye? Is that what you're I, saying? That is what I was told when I was over there last. Yeah. Or the time before that, yeah. Great. So it's very interesting. It is really interesting. Um, now, where do travelers come in? Like what so we travelers would travelers are what used to be. They used to be called tinkers. Yeah, um, that is no longer politically correct. So I apologize if I. Um, okay, can I ask a question? Why is it not politically correct? Because the I don't know. <laughs> I just know that. <laughs> no, I know in like travelers. reading like uh, novels. I read a lot of novels or whatever. Yeah. there would be some you know historical fiction novel or something, mm -hmm. and the tinker. So it wasn't the yeah. tinker that would come through like selling wares. Yeah. So yeah. they're like, they're like Irish. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. Yeah. So there's no, they don't have um, a specific home base or whatever. They usually right. live in campers or that sort of thing. Um, sometimes you'll see like the, the, you'll see like driving through in someone's backyard, you'll see a bunch of um, um, characters in Can't someone's backyard where they're where they're staying or what have you so they um there's i guess i would say they're sort of like irish gypsies really yeah. um and they call them travelers because they're always moving around right so right. they're they're lower income um and there's always a certain connotation that comes with people who are of lower income um whether correct or not it's there it's, it's i personally don't think it's correct but um and so they have a reputation for for begging and for, um, you know, not always being honest and and that sort of thing. I don't. I think there's a lot of good people that are travelers, and I think that you know it's just like anything else. It's it's the stereotype that's attached to it. So I'm not. I don't know a lot about what their beliefs are. Um, you know, I remember when I was a kid having you know people coming up to my mother and asking for a pent which used to be an Irish penny before, before the Euro, you know, a few pence for the child for milk or something like that. Um, that was pretty much my exposure to them. So with the fairies, do they work with you? Like, you know how we will call on our guides or our angels. Do you work with fairies? You have to be. And I don't mean you specifically, just in general, yeah. people work with, you have to be very careful working with fairies. They don't work for free. Um, and you have to be very clear about what the price is that you're offering to pay. Okay. Um, because words are words are, are vital. How you word everything matters with them. So if something is open-ended, something you think is clear might not necessarily, you might not necessarily have the same definition that the fae do. So I'm giving you a, a hard thing, but can you give us almost like a like basic example of that? Like what would somebody go to a fairy uh, to ask for? Like same as our gods, hey, I need help yeah. with a relationship. I mean, is that something that somebody would? I don't know how much help you would get from the fae for that. They're more elemental 
based. Okay. Um, you know, if you if you were say you were going to cross their lands, right? Like I said earlier, yeah, would say may I may I please walk through or walk over your your fort or your area or your realm, and do so without consequence, being able to come out on the other side. And other side meaning the other side of the property. You have to be very right. clear because other side could be a different realm. It could be a different right. mental state. It could be all kinds of things, you know. So that's what I'm saying. You really have to think about it before you enter into any type of agreement with them, which is what you would be doing if you're asking for help. So with a spirit guide or with an angel, we tend to just say, hey, can you help me out with this? In whatever way is natural for us to do that. But with the Fae, it's different. You can't just say, "Can you help me out with this?" I mean, there there'll be there'll be a conversation back and forth. So I did a journey um, one time for a group of people at um, for a group of people, and I um, had to sit with the Fay for a solid week and, wow. and talk to them about if it's okay to bring these people in and what would happen and who would you know we were assigned a guardian. To walk through and you know i was lucky that i was but i really had to sit and think i had to plan that for for well over a month over the words that i would use and try to look at it from every angle so i could see like what you know and i had to i had to give them an offering which in was in my um my backyard i gave them an offering and it was um a little bit of tobacco and um some berries and some wood and I chose to do it for each element so that it wouldn't, I wouldn't offend any of them. Right. Um, you know, and so it, it's, it's a process. It's not like something I would just say, Hey, just, you know, sit down and try to connect with them and talk to them. Like, So yeah. just, I know I'm, I might have missed something, but you're saying you're, it's feels to me like you're using fae and fairies interchangeably sort of, you're saying the I do that for, yeah, I've started to do that because of the, the way that it's not understood right, over right. here. And when I talk about when I, the first time I said to a group of people, fairies, um, fairies are not the little Tinkerbells, right? The disappointment on, on those people's faces. I really thought they were gonna get up and walk out. I <laughs> go, oh, gosh. So it's, they all have different names. Like if, like a plant, a, a wood spirit would be a wood sprite. Right. Not necessarily. And they would go under the umbrella of Fae? The, of, of fairies. Americans call them fairies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So a wood sprite, uh, that that would all go under the umbrella. Yeah, a plant nymph, like all of those things. We, right. we think we just categorize them all as fairies. Fairies. Okay. Okay. So that sounds not similar, but I, I can see sort of the... Um, connection jerry in particular for for um shamanism i mean working with the elements working but the difference is intention i guess right jen because like when you said jerry can you um call on a fairy for help it is intention based so if we call on a divine being an angel a guide you know whatever they are here to help us let's say evolve be the best us we can be they, they're not looking for anything in return but yeah, like when there, we, is, there is an exchange of energy or <laughs> yeah like right. when we do um you know in shamanism before you do um before you work with any you open 
a sacred space mm-hmm. and you're going to the winds of the south and west and north and east right. mother earth grandfather sky mm-hmm. but you're you you're just asking them like you know you're saying certain things and you're asking them to be with you and there's no question that they will and you there's no having to word it exactly right like you're talking about jen or um to have to give them something in return other than your pureness of intention right you know what i mean so that so that's kind of interesting you know yeah the the fae don't don't um they don't really care about your pureness. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like they kind of don't care about you at all. It's an e- <laughs> it has to be an even energy exchange. They have to feel that it's an even energy exchange. You hmm. know, so and that could be anything. Sometimes it's just, you know, planting more of something in your yard that they like or um and so will you get like almost bargaining with them? Like, hey, I'll give you some tobacco. Yeah, it's not going to cut it. Need something more, Jen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's, I usually start with something like, how may I, how may I, um, how may I serve you in order that I may be served? Like, you know, like something like that. I'll, I'll, whatever's in the, whatever I'm feeling in the moment. Yeah. As long as it's respectful, I always be respectful. Um, I never would want to offend them. That's for sure. I did that once and I, you know, I told you what happened. So then that was a warning shot. I mean, people have broken legs, people have died. (laughs) So, you know, it's not that they're, that they're um, mean, it's that they're different. And so their way is different. So way is different. This is their lifestyle. This is how they've always lived their lives. I personally believe that before modern memory, we probably walked the earth the same as them. Mm. And as humans became more peopley, for lack of a better way to put it, for their own safety or probably why they don't share this realm with us like they probably did at one point in time. That's just a personal belief. I don't have anything to base that on, but it just feels that way. It feels that way for a lot of creatures, a lot of beings. You know, because I mean, what, who wants to be dissected? Who wants to be stolen and dissected or ostracized because of being a little? We do that to ourselves, never mind other beings that are so different from right. us, you know? So, so are there, you know, and to your point okay. about shamanism, a, a lot of the, the Fae, a lot of that, a lot of Celtic religions are pagan religions, mm-hmm. which is similar to, to the, the practices are similar to shamanism. There's a lot of it's earth-based, you know, the, the spirits of the earth and the, the practices are based on that. So it's really not different in that regard. It's just that you, there's no, um, with the Fae people, you, you have to negotiate with them. This can't, it can't just be like a, Hey, I need your help with this. And then they just do it. So we're well, talking. Oh, sorry, Ginger, go ahead. I was going to say, I just think, you know, that um, belief, that way of thinking and living and whatnot is really, if you look at the big picture, that's what we should all be doing, right? Be respectful of other cultures, other people, of uh, other things, um, and be willing to do an even exchange of whatever. Um, but I think with, this is just my opinion, but I, I think with the um, evolution of religious, you know, organized religion, we just sort of ran right over that, you know, and now everything is people-based, 
everything is people-based. What can I get? You know, what can I take? So I think it's more greed-based Yeah. to your point. I think that there's, there's not a lot of, I mean, there are really good people out there. Don't get me wrong, but our, our world, our society is, is really about the haves and the have nots and anything in between is, is just slowly vanishing. It's, it's just what it is, you know, at the risk of sounding political or, or what have you, or, or like a conspiracy theorist. I mean, the, the proof is in the pudding. All you have to do is look at what's going on in the world. You know, you may be having a good experience, but that doesn't mean that the people around you are, or, you know, and, and, and what do you do about that? How do you, how do you become involved? How do you make changes? How do you, you know, that's, that's the thing. A lot of people, when things are good for them, they want to stay in their own bubble and just be in that bubble. They don't want to deal with all the stuff that's going on out there. And that seems to be more and more, especially after the pandemic. You know, I think during the pandemic, when the world shut down, that time for a lot, not certainly not for everybody. And we know that we know the mental health problems and the other things that came out of that. But, but for a lot of people, what COVID did was it allowed them to live the way that they wanted to instead of the way that they had to. That's why there's such a shortage in, in areas of where there wasn't before, you know, mental health workers and people working on assembly lines and that people don't want to do it. They don't mm. want to live the way they want to live. Mm. So you had said before, before, I don't know if we said this when we were recording or not, but so, but we were specifically talking about Irish mm-hmm. um, Celtic things. Right. Um, and, but you said they're Scottish. They're, they're di- do you know any of the differences? It is. Well, I mean, I, I don't because I'm not familiar with the rest of them, but there's all, I mean, there's Scottish, there's Welsh, there's Cornish, there's, you know, um, a lot of it has to do with languages. There's, you know, Celtic is an actual language group. That's what that means. And so that constitutes like different branches of it. And so when I say Irish Celtic, I am talking about the Republic of, of Ireland, right? I don't know, I'm not familiar with the other beliefs and the other languages. It's like different parts of Gaelic. Um, right. You know, it's it's sort of like how in the United States, we, you know, yes, we are the United States. We are one country, Right. But you drive a little bit south, the culture is different. You drive a little bit more south, the culture is very different. The Midwest is different. The, you know, and each state has its own thing, right? So yeah. it's sort of similar to that, I would say, where you know there is commonality, but but there's a lot of differences. Yeah, that makes does that, sense. Does that answer? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and you had said like so we we were like all things Celtic. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about fairies today. <laughs> else? I mean, there's there's Celtic gods and goddesses. There's, um, you know, like they have their, I don't ask me to pronounce the names because right. I'm really bad at Gaelic, but they have their own god of thunder. Like Norwegians have Thor, right? right. They have god of sun. They have goddesses. Um, um, the Morrigan is a goddess that I'm, she's the goddess of darkness. Um, sometimes the goddess of war. There's things like banshees, um, which comes right before someone dies or someone's going to die. And it's this screaming witch 
they call it a witch. I don't know. She's not yeah. A witch. So what we know the word banshee. Yeah, because mm -hmm. we know that word, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's usually some sort of omen or something. Um, that's why when they when women are screaming at somebody, they say that they're a banshee. They're comparing it to that, like you know, stop right. kind of thing. But um, you know, so they it's a poly poly polytheistic belief system, right? So many gods and goddesses, many higher gods and goddesses, lower gods and goddesses. Um, Is there, um, do most of the people in the Republic of Ireland um, believe? Well, I haven't met most of the people in the Republic of Ireland, just my family, so I can't speak for all of them, but I can tell you, um, sorry, I'm sassy. <laughs> Ireland is a very, um, or was a very Catholic and Protestant country. Right. That sort of took over a lot of this, the ancient beliefs, right? And, and it was, it was very, I remember my mother telling me that she used to go to a tea leaf reader when she was a kid. In Ireland, and the the parish priest found out about it and went and spoke to that person, and that person never, never read for her again. Oh. So yeah, so I mean, there was a lot of suppression um, or oppression, depending on uh, right. both. I would say both. Um, so, do they believe in the fairy forts? Yeah, I mean, it's a federal law; you can't build on right. it. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, but. I think what's happened is the ancient beliefs have been interwoven with current beliefs, just like, you know, like, like Christianity did with a lot of, you know, they merged it together in order to bring people who are of pagan background into their belief system. Mm -hmm. Right. So like something simple, for example, um, bishops in a Catholic church, right. You know how the top of their hats have those two points. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you look that's actually replicant of an ancient um, pagan priest outfit that where they worship. It was either fish or frogs. I can't remember which one. And the top of it looks like the frog or, or the fish. That's where that comes from. Those two points on both yeah, sides. Yeah, and we can say the same thing about like oh. the Christmas tree wreaths. Right. You know, Yule. Oh, what, right. Those those were specific holidays, but there's also specific clothing rituals all of it that's interwoven into so it's not just the holidays it's not yeah. just yule it's not just beltane it's not just like you know those those holidays it's everything and so so it's all been interwoven it's kind of like what's what's remembered what's not um you know breed who's a celtic goddess like their their mother goddess um maiden mother crone um her name was breed and now she's saint bridget with a D. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's really super interesting because um, because it's been there all along. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. accepted. There's a law around it. But, like, can you imagine, like, people in this country having a law that you can't disturb, build a house on a, a fairy fort? You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. No, well, Americans are we're American. In the United States, we're a different, we're a different breed. I mean, we're a cesspool of the rest of the world. You know, none of us can say, "Oh, I'm, 
I'm from Ireland. I'm from Nigeria. I'm from China. You know, we say I'm from the United States. I'm Irish, Scottish, English, Italian, right. whatever it is. Like it's all, it's always like, what's your background? You know, it's, it's, it's always, what's your immigrant background? It's not, what's your, where are you from? You know? Yeah. Or, for sure. Unless they're asking about your accent. <laughs> right. I was just in England with my son and, and I said, oh, I love, love the way they talk. I love their accent. He said, no, mom, they, they're just talking. We're the ones with accents. <laughs> All right. That's true. <laughs> There are a lot of superstitions too, and that might be from all cultures, but I just remember, I don't know why I remember this, but my grandmother, if a bird flew into the window, that was a terrible omen. And she, I remember my mother saying, my grandmother's mother um, died the same day that a bird flew into their window. And so it happens here sometimes. And I, I mean, it's not a belief I have, but I'm telling you when I hear it, I'm like, oh, <laughs> um, so those those kinds of things do um, get passed down probably in, in every culture as well but well, yeah like well knock on wood right where where I've learned that that comes from and I'm sure a lot of people have different stories for it but I heard that knock on wood was and, and my cousins and family in Ireland say touch wood not knock on wood was because there were spirits that would be listening and would repeat what you were saying. So you'd knock on the wood so they couldn't hear you. Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Do you have yeah. any other ones? That Over here, it's morphed into like knock on wood because otherwise bad luck is going to have something bad's going to happen. You yeah. Know? All right. Or something, <laughs> or something like that. You know, and on, on New Year's Eve, um, when we were, when we were, I remember we were over in Ireland one time and, um, my grandmother had us open the front door to let the new year in and open the back door to let the old year out. And that was a thing that we. Yeah. I've, I've, heard, of, yeah, I've heard, that, heard of that before. Yeah. Oh, have you? Oh, cool. Some people are bringing things over here. Obviously. Yeah. 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 We, yeah. we, you know, there was, a, they all used to go out in the front yard and say happy new year to the neighbors. Yeah. You know, which was a nice thing. I think that's long gone now. Too. I do the thing. I open the back door and the front door. And I put money outside on my front porch. Um, and my husband every year thinks it's a riot, but I, I don't know. I just. So did Ginger, did that, did that come from your Irish up or Irish family? I don't remember my mother doing it, but I remember a friend of mine saying that because she has the same background as me, that her mother did it. And I don't know why I just was so um drawn to it i've been doing it for you know 30 years or something and every year my husband will say did you leave because he's always asleep um did you leave the money out I'm like seriously <laughs> do you think i would forget that and leave the front door uh -huh. no i i did it that's, so. that's pretty cool Are there any other traditions that you remember Jen? oh when a bird poops on you it's good luck yes um wearing your shirt inside out is good luck um where did those come from? I don't know. I don't know. I don't care if it's good luck or not. I don't want bird poop on me. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I mean, that's like to me, like if it, you know, to the bride, if it rains, rains on your wedding day, it's good luck. No, yeah. I'm just trying to stop the bride from freaking crying or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, if, your palm, if one of your palms is itchy, it means you're coming into money. 
Right. I can't remember which palm. Um, left and, palm and, is money. You know, uh, the left palm. Okay. Yeah. There was something like if your nose is itchy, you're either going to kiss a fool or get in a fight. Yeah. Kiss a fool. That's what I've heard. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather kiss a fool than get in a fight. Well, I guess it depends on the fool, but. <laughs> I know. <laughs> sure. oh my God, well, sure. there are. There's just so many um, interesting things. And when you really do, you know, delve into some, you can see where it is yeah. kind of the same in different cultures and it with a different spin, let's say. So it had to have come from centuries and centuries. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, I mean, these are things that get passed down, and and the Irish weren't allowed um, to have their beliefs or their language or or any. It was very very uh, at peril. Uh, you know, you could die if you were caught speaking your language or practicing your religion or that sort of thing. So the fact that it's still around, I think, is a testament to no those kidding. people and their their strength and their you know fortitude. And they just you know. And nowadays, like my mother, when she tells people where to go and how to get there, they laugh. They think it's so funny. And it's because of the brogue. And I'm like, do you understand she's calling you an idiot? And they just don't. <laughs> <laughs> they can tell you to go to hell and you look forward to it because you love the way they talk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's hysterical. No, I don't know if you can answer this, Jen, because, um, but, but anyway, I'll ask you anyway. Do you yeah. think there's more of a sort of a resurgence? Like we see here... There's a has been over the last, I don't know how many decades of people moving more into intuitive work. Um, not, not even work, but in but in intuitive an intuitive space. Um, shamanism um you know has become popular with like the last hundred years, let's say. So do you think that um you see that same movement maybe in the Republic of Ireland where those are brought, you know, more to the forefront? I have noticed it with um as the Catholic Church has been has has had scandal after scandal after scandal, um, you know, and not just the priests either. I mean, it's across the board, the nuns, everything. I, I think people have moved away from from the traditional religion that they were given. Um, as far as like shamanism and stuff, I didn't really look for it when I was over there. So I don't know. Um, I know that there was an interest a lot in in what I do. Um, and a lot of questions and that sort of thing. So that was different because years ago when we would go, it, it would be like, you know, if, even if you if you had a baby and you weren't married, that was like, I mean, I, and when I say years ago, I mean like 20 something years ago, not that long ago, really. And so that is that is shifting. It, it's the older generations, I think, struggle a little bit with it as they do here. But I'll tell you, I went to a mass them that was said for my grandparents when I was over there and that church that used to be full when I was a kid was so empty it was it was almost sad to me you know because there is something very sacred about people who worship together I believe that right. you know I it's it just unfortunately when power becomes more important than spirituality and people start to recognize it, they start to wake up, then you lose that following. So I don't know if they've transitioned to answer your question over to alter what we would call alternative beliefs or shamanism or whatnot, but I know that what was isn't anymore. Right. Interesting. Well, it is, the whole thing to me is fascinating. Um, me too. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so glad that you were able to come on and talk to us about it because 
you know, the Fae in particular, I don't know, I don't know why I, I've always had an interest in. And I wondered, you know, it, it was the, are there travelers that are Fae? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, and yeah, like I was just trying to see like, how is it all interwoven? And is a Fae somebody that you see in mind's eye, like when we're doing mediumship or animal communication or whatever it is, or are they a physical being that I, that everybody can see with their eyes as opposed to fairies, which is probably mind's eye. I mean, I think they're both, um, you know, I know that like with the fairy forts, for example, I, I, the superstition is huge. People don't, especially in May, you don't, because I guess that's when they're their angriest or whatever. You don't, want to mess with don't go in a fairy fort don't ask for permission just don't even approach them but if you talk to an archaeologist an archaeologist will tell you that these are just mounds that people used to build to protect their property so it depends it you know really just like in ireland i mean just like here in ireland it depends on who you talk to but i to me i always go back to the fact that this is part of their law and it's part of their law that no one is willing to vote to change so that to me speaks more oh, than absolutely any, it's huge. Yeah, than any type of science can because it's coming from somewhere. Everything comes from somewhere. So you, you know it it like I said, this stuff has been it's been handed down and and even if it changes, like you know, the telephone game or whatever, even yep. if it changes, there's an element of truth that's still in there. So there's something to it. Mm -hmm. You know, whether right. whether you accept it or not. I mean, when, when I was in Iceland, they don't necessarily believe in the fairies, but they do believe in small elves. Yeah. So if you ever go to Iceland, look around, you'll see that they put out, they build little houses for them. And yeah. they're all dotted throughout the country. You know, these these little houses for their elves and they're adorable. Mm -hmm. the, yeah. That Icelandic beliefs. So... You know, every, really every so thing. <laughs> it's so interesting to see how um, it does change from country to country to country, and just but there are there are there are similar elements, right. but it it's 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 wild. Mm -hmm. You know, it makes you wonder where where was the first. Well, you know, yeah, because you figure where those people are, like Iceland, surrounded by water, they have a different you know topography right there their right. land is oh, different. definitely yeah so you know that as opposed to being let's say in the middle of ireland mm -hmm. which is all you know uh, farmland let's say or the coast of ireland you know what i mean like it, so you can see where those beliefs come from um based on where they lived and, mm -hmm. and how they needed to live and what you know what support that you needed around that too but even if you look at all at all ancient beliefs or even all religions, like every religion has a golden rule. Yeah. Right? And so in the Christians, it's in the Corinthians and it's do unto others. Right. Every right. single religion, if you study them, has a similar belief system, except I don't know about the darker ones. But I know that like, you know, like Satanism and stuff. I don't know much about them, but I know a lot of the other ones. They have that belief. A lot of countries have some history of of some type of flying dragon right in their lore um in in the ancient um mayans and the ancient incans they believed they both had a similar belief in this white or pale-faced god that would come from the east that would have a beard and um a robe you know and so 
who knows? Who knows where all of this comes right. from? Yeah. Right. I wonder if all ever will. You know, it's one of those things like we yeah. always think about when you pass over, you're going to be like, you know, when we cross, when we transition, when we die, we're going to be like, you know, oh, like, get yeah. all right. will we be all knowing or will it even matter? Right. 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 Because right. when you get there, like, does this stuff really matter? matter. Yeah. Because we're on a different functioning of the mind at that right. point. Right. But yeah. But us here want to know. Right, <laughs> you know, yeah. inquiring minds. Inquiring minds. Exactly. Everybody believes in something. Even atheists believe they don't believe. Right? Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, this has been awesome. I thank you so much for coming on, and thank you um, for having me. Yeah, and and we will have Jen back again um, to talk about some other fascinating topic <laughs> that we don't know enough about. Um, but I, I really appreciate you coming on. This is this has been great. So. Um, for all of our listeners. Um, thanks for listening today. And until next time. Be well. And be kind. Thank you for listening to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey, where we discuss everyday living with a twist. To learn more about us, please visit our website at www.thepsychicwives.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Psychic Wives. If you would like to support us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And feel free to share our episodes with anyone you feel would benefit from listening. Sending you all peace, love, and light.